Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is from the Philippine Nerds podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Philippine Nerds on your podcast app for a deep dive into pop culture in the Philippines. Ladies and guys, what's your skincare routine? Most people might start their day with cleanser, moisturizer, and sunblock. Pero Mark, nasubukan mo na bang mag-snail mucin, bee venom, at eggplant extract? Ano? I'm not making this up. These are just some of the unusual but very effective products na makikita mo sa K-Beauty. Naging in ang K-Beauty sa Pilipinas noong 2016. Everyone was talking about the 10-step Korean skincare routine, pero matagal nang may K-Beauty sa Pilipinas. K-Beauty is about more than trendy makeup looks or skincare routines. It's a whole industry that's making waves all over the world. I'm Nina Taralba and kaya kong magkilay habang umaandar sa sakyan. Thanks to the UPE Cut Jeeps. And I'm Mark Casillan. At sana by the time I'm gong use age, ganun rin ka-youthful ang skin ko. <laughs> Welcome to Philippine Nerds Season 1. How you need to know about K-Life. A podcast on all things K-Culture. Brought to you by Smart. Live your passion with purpose with Smart Prepaid. And powered by Puma Podcast. Let's get nerdy about K-Beauty. Beauty is a big part of Korean culture. Achieving the Korean beauty standard is seen as an important aspect of self-improvement. Kaya makikita mo talaga siya kahit saan. ba ang mga artista sa K-drama may flawless skin. Ang mga K-pop idol may youthful look. Mm-hmm. South Korea is sometimes called the world capital of plastic surgery. One in three women from 19 to 29 years old ang nagsabing nakapag-plastic surgery na sila. Ayon sa 2015 survey ng research company Gallup Korea. It's very common because Koreans view plastic surgery as just an extension of makeup and skincare. Napakalakay ng K-beauty or the industry of Korean cosmetics. And the rest of the world loves K-beauty too. Ayon sa Korean Ministry of Food and Drug Safety, nag-export ang Korea ng 7.6 trillion won worth wow. of cosmetic products in 2019. More than 300 billion pesos. Grabe. Wild. Kaya aalamin natin ngayon what defines K-beauty and why the world loves it. Let's hear from one of the country's top beauty experts and our good friend behind the Project Vanity Podcast. My name is Liz Lanuzo. I am the CEO of LLB Inc. And we run ProjectVanity.com, the top beauty resource in the country, and in her element skincare, which is a proudly Filipino-made skincare brand. Project Vanity is one of Puma Podcast's earliest shows. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to Philippine Nerds. Liz, tell us, what is K-Beauty? K-Beauty is all about fresh skin, light-looking makeup, a really, really pretty, cute look. It's actually a very stark contrast to Western beauty, for instance, where it's all about coverage, very strong eye makeup, or strong lip colors. So this one is more going back to looking very much Asian, very much yourself, but just better. At ano ang defining features ng K-Beauty? 
Number one is definitely the skin. And that doesn't just start with makeup. It starts with the skincare itself. Some people may be familiar with the 10-step Korean routine where you layer all of these different products from your facial wash up to your serum. Of course, no one does that now. No one has the time. But um, when it came out, of course, it was such a new and novel concept that Korean skincare exploded all over the world. And then we have, of course, skin makeup. BB cream was popularized by Koreans. BB creams were actually created by a German surgeon to cover up scars after surgery. Yes, si Dr. Christine Schremek, isang dermatologist. And I think it became popular in Korea sometime in the 80s or 90s when one of the actresses used a BB cream. Thanks to innovation, BB cream or blemish balm became a multi-purpose product. It can moisturize your skin, serve as a light makeup base, and protect you from the sun's UV rays. Hanskin was the first big Korean BB cream brand. It got big in the 1990s. By the early 2010s, the BB cream craze had already reached the Western market. And now it's a staple product of beauty brands all over the world. Mm. BB creams are still part of many dressers and makeup kits today. Pero ngayon, meron na ding CC or color correcting cream, which is supposed to specifically address redness, uneven skin tone, and other complexion issues. And then there's the DD or double duty cream. Kaya double duty kasi it basically works like BB plus CC cream. But back to Liz. From the skin, let's talk about the eyes. Eyebrows are still quite natural. Maybe a pencil, a brow mascara would be required. For eyes, eyeshadows are more on muted tones. When people watch Korean novellas and they look at the actresses, it's like they're not wearing a lot of makeup. But actually, eyes are a huge focus in the sense that they want to make eyes look bigger, more wide awake. Korean style eyeliner would usually be applied inside or underneath the lashes and slightly winged, it shouldn't look like you have a lot of eyeliner on, if any. So, tama ba? Ang K-beauty look ay, I woke up like this? Yeah, tama! <laughs> Even eye bags are part of K-beauty. For Western beauty, eye bags are like the kaaway. But in Asian beauty, specifically in Korean and Japanese beauty, there's this whole idea that you should emphasize your eye bags because the puffiness makes you look more like a kid. Kaya huwag kayong mahihiya sa eye bags nyo. Pinagpuyatan nyo yan eh. <laughs> Mapunta naman tayo sa cheeks and lips. What color should we be using? For the cheeks, you know, a nice muted blush. For the lips, bright roses, bright pinks, bright reds. Actually, Korean lip looks are, you know, very limited in terms of the color range. There's a Korean lip trend that plays with the layering of red and pink shades. Mm-hmm. You'll see this in K-dramas kapag kunwari nasa bahay lang yung character or she's not wearing a lot of makeup. It's the bitten lip look. Mm-hmm. Maputla yung kulay ng lips sa gilid and then it fades into a deeper or more solid color sa bandang gitna. Usually, you would need concealer, lip balm, and lipstick to do that. But as proof of K-beauty's international appeal, some non-Korean beauty brands came out with special lipsticks na may tatlong kulay na. So you could apply the gradient more easily. Mark, I think maski ikaw, kaya mo yung gamitin. <laughs> yeah, ang galing nga, no? That sounds really helpful, ah. Lalo na when you think about it. K-beauty isn't exactly effortless, di ba? Yes, well, the main idea kasi behind K-beauty is keeping your skin healthy and clean with or without makeup. Clean skin is like a blank canvas for paint. Mm-hmm. Hindi mo lang tatakpan ng makeup yung mga blemishes mo. Bibigyan mo yung balat mo ng mga nutrients and protection from the sun and pollution and all the bad stuff. That's how you get your skin to look its best. Yes, and speaking of skin... 
Ano nga palang pagkakaiba ng glass skin dito sa mas bagong trend na cream skin? Okay, ganito. Basically, lahat naman tayo, di ba, gusto natin ng skin that's hydrated and healthy, mm-hmm. pero may iba't ibang paraan para ma-accomplish yan. Glass skin is glowy, dewy, almost transparent, and actually, ito yung dahilan kung bakit nauso yung 10-step skincare routine. You need all those products to get that look that you see in magazines, in Instagram, but now, cream skin is the trendy look today. It's more matte, it's all about a soft, nourished, supple look, parang fresh ka lang, and it only requires toner and moisturizer, so mas madaling magkaroon ng cream skin. One thing that glass skin and cream skin have in common is I don't have either of them. <laughs> it gets especially hard for me during summer kasi I'm kind of prone to heat rash, TMI. So mukha talaga akong nagbe-breakout sa noo. Mark, share your struggle naman. Well, I have oily skin. So medyo prone ako sa mga acne and breakouts. So I make sure na lagi siyang malinis. Yeah, ganyan talaga sa Pilipinas, no? The good news is, we might have different skin types and problems, but there is always something we can do to keep every skin type healthy. Mm-hmm. Depende sa pangangailangan mo, maybe we can look into this stuff. Yung mga nabanggit nating snail mucin, bee venom, and dragon's blood. Dragon's blood? <laughs> Joke lang. It's actually not as weird as it sounds. May mahalagang function naman silang lahat. Snail mucin keeps your skin hydrated and prevents wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Bee venom boosts collagen and blood circulation in the skin. Kasi iisipin ng balat mo, kinagat ka ng bubuyog, minus the pain. <laughs> and dragon's blood is not literal dragon's blood. Isa siyang resin na nakukuha from some plants and trees and it helps reduce swelling. So, the not-so-secret secret behind K-Beauty is that there are many natural ingredients with important functions. Yeah. And it's all backed by science and innovation from Korea. Pero hindi natin mapag-uusapan ng K-Beauty without also talking about Hallyu. The rise of Hallyu as we know it today started in the 1990s. Noong nagsimulang mag-invest ang Korean government sa development ng mga cultural industries nito to help boost the economy. In 1998, Korea opened its doors to cultural imports from Japan na matagal nilang pinagbawal doon. Korea was under Japan's rule from 1910 to 1945 and 50 years later, they seem to be taking over again. But this time with films, anime, manga, and J-pop. So, sabi ng Korea, tapatan natin to. Their Ministry of Culture received a budget increase. Kaya nakagawa sila ng 300 cultural industry departments in colleges and universities all over Korea. K-pop and K-dramas, two of Korea's biggest cultural exports, have been steadily gaining fans over the past couple of decades. At kung saan man mapunta ang Korean idols, dala-dala nila ang K-beauty. Naturally, Korean idols are expected to fit Korean beauty standards. Kaya marami na rin sa kanilang naging endorser ng K-beauty brands. In fact, some of these brands have invited them here to the Philippines for fan meets. Hindi lang concert or bakasyon ang pinupunta nila dito. True. We had Super Junior noong 2014, then Seventeen noong 2018. Mm-hmm. And the latest would have been EXO noong February 2020. Pero na-cancel dahil sa COVID. Huh. Anyway, balik tayo sa main point. K-beauty rose with the Korean wave. Of course, may sarili din siyang appeal. Di ba, Liz? The way the skincare or makeup was created before, it was very Western-focused over 10 years, a decade ago. There's a lot more interest in creating and focusing on Asian beauty. 
Of course, we require very different products compared to the West. Skincare for this weather, like very hot and humid. So K-Beauty came at a time when there's starting to be like a huge demand for Asian-focused products. Hindi na nga nakakagulat na K-Beauty is also receiving a lot of government support, lalo na for companies that only make products for export. How exactly does this work? There were a lot of tax breaks. There's so many beauty manufacturers in Korea, and all of these are like highly competitive. For Project Vanity, one of our writers went to Korea on a government-sponsored trip. They even did a whole campaign on like just going to Korea just to like experience the beauty products. The Korean government heavily backed Korean beauty talaga, because it's a huge, huge export and they're world-class talaga in terms of like developing the technologies, developing the machines, the science behind beauty that even Western brands copy. The export of pop culture, I think, really captured it. But it was able to establish its position worldwide because of innovation. Someday, makakapag K-beauty shopping spree din ako in Korea. Claiming it! <laughs> Dito naman sa Pilipinas, unang dumating ang K-beauty in the mid-2000s. Some of the first Korean brands here were Skin Food and The Face Shop noong 2006. And then Etude House noong 2009. Is that right, Liz? I was able to go to the store and I remember like being so amazed like again sobrang different from my understanding of an experience in makeup before and uh, I remember it was the BB cream really that was the star and they have this tomato mask that they used to sell that again was so different the packaging also of course is very distinct very cute very pretty very young but of course the appeal of K-beauty to Filipinos runs much deeper than that I think that the main appeal of Korean beauty in the beginning was how affordable it was and how much it really focused on delivering products for Asian skin or Filipino skin. Filipino women just really want to look natural. Even when we're working, you know, we don't want to put a lot of makeup on. So I think the Korean aesthetic definitely appealed to Filipinos. Since then, many K-beauty stores have opened in our malls and online. At naging mas curious pa ang mga Pinoy when Althea, a major Korean retailer of beauty products, launched its Philippine website noong 2016. Hindi lang tayo na curious, we really got into it. Market research company Rakuten Insight did a survey in 2019 with Filipino respondents. 53% of them said they use Korean skincare products. And it turns out, ito ang pinakasikat na klase ng foreign beauty products sa atin. Yeah, amazing! Through the years, we've really followed the K-beauty trend. Laging may bago, laging may nauuso. More on that after the break. Minsan, kapag sinabing K-beauty, you don't think of women first. You think of pretty boys, flawless-looking apas. Oh naman, concerned din kami sa skin namin, no? <laughs> no. Sabi nga ng research company na Euromonitor International, Korean men spent 549 billion won or more than 20 billion pesos on cosmetic products noong 2018. As for Filipino men, well, kung dati ang tingin ng mga tao ay pambabae lang ang skincare, Filipino men are changing the way they look at it now. I think Filipino men are definitely more conscious about their skin and their skincare habits. There is a change, but It's definitely still not yet as wide as women caring about skincare and beauty products in general. What's nice about K-beauty products is that so many brands are actually unisex. If you have like a girlfriend or a wife na using, say, a CosRx facial wash, for instance, of course you still use that because it doesn't look like it's for girls. It's just white and yellow and blue bottle. Enter our next guest to talk about getting into skincare as a guy. Meet JL Crespo of at guy.skin on Instagram. 
Hi, I'm Joel Crespo. I'm a 24-year-old fashion stylist and content creator who mainly posts about skincare, beauty, and a little bit of fashion and lifestyle as well. My interest in skincare actually started around 2016-2017. Watching K-dramas and seeing K-pop idols with their perfect skin is what mainly picked my interest. Mahirap bang mag-umpisa sa skincare as a guy? To be honest, it wasn't that hard for me as a gay guy. But I know that to other people, it might be harder for them. Since in the Philippines, I feel like with a patriarchal culture, medyo frowned upon pa rin yung things like this. Like, hindi siya yung norm. That's true. But there have also been some changes in perspective. Pag-usapan natin kung ano ang nagawa ng K-Beauty for Filipino men who want to get into skincare. With K-Beauty, I feel like it definitely made an impact on how it's perceived here locally with men. Siguro lang right now with girls, mas na-attract sila with guys who also try to take care of not just their skin but their hygiene in general. Na since people are getting more into K-Beauty nga, mas may impact I feel like if you're also into it as a guy. It's one thing though to be a Filipino man trying to get into skincare. Ibang usapan pa din yung marketing ng skincare products for men dito. When men try to get into skincare mas parang yung aesthetic kailangan sobrang for men lang. Which I feel like packaging and color of products shouldn't really be gendered. Like it's just skincare. <laughs> for me, one of the biggest misconceptions is that Sometimes when brands release a skincare line specifically for men, mas parang kailangan strong yung products. Like, they try to make it sound like men have tougher skin. In fact, we all have different skin types. It doesn't have to do anything with gender. I guess this is where K-Beauty is starting to make a difference. Rakuten Insight also found in 2019 that the majority of Filipino males who practice skincare say 25 to 50% of their routine consists of Korean products. Para sa kanila, mas effective ang Korean skincare products. And they produce better results. Nakaka-intriga. Parang gusto ko na rin itry. Parang ganito yung nangyayari, no? First, guys get to be more comfortable with K-beauty brands that have plain packaging. Tapos, dahil willing na silang sumubok ng skincare products to address their respective problems, they find out what works for them. And dun na nila nakikita yung mismong halaga ng skincare. Mm-hmm. But there is still room for improvement para mawala na yung stigma, yung misconceptions. Tama. JL, what do you want to achieve when it comes to skincare for men? Ever since I started my skincare account, it's been one of my goals to just add more male representation in the skincare community. I hope men, if they ever do dive into skincare, they just do it comfortably. Don't be afraid to dive into skincare, caring about what other people think. Prevention is always better than cure. It's our biggest organ, so why not take care of it? We're curious, JL. Anong skincare routine mo noong nagsisimula ka pa lang? Unknowingly, I was using products na available lang in our house, which my mom was buying. Uh, my mom is really into whitening around that time. Ngayon, what have you taken from K-Beauty para isama sa routine mo? When I was first starting into skincare, the 10-step skincare regimen was kind of in. So I followed that at first. Tapos there are also a lot of techniques that I mostly learned through K-Beauty, like the 3 or 7 skin method, which I also still use up until now. They layer their toner slightly instead of putting one huge amount into your face to add more hydration to your skin. 
right now, mas naglilisan na lang ako to what my skin needs. Changes in skincare don't just mean pagbabago ng routines or pagpapalit ng products, but changing kung ano yung nakagawian na. One of the changes happening around skincare has to do with whitening. Koreans have been interested in whitening since the Ko Joseon era, mm-hmm. ang pinakaunang Korean dynasty which began in 2333 BC. What? We've heard this story before. Fair skin is associated with the elite kasi sa mga agricultural society tulad ng Korea at Pilipinas, ang mga hindi nagtatrabaho sa bukid ng buong araw hindi umiitim. Mm-hmm. So sa mahabang panahon, Koreans used different natural ingredients for whitening. At ngayon, people even undergo plastic surgery to alter their skin color. Yeah. Marami ding skincare products marketed as whitening products. Pero nabanggit mo, JL, na never mong naging goal ang whitening. What about other people? Where do you think they're at when it comes to whitening? So I feel like with people here in the Philippines, medyo yun nga yung main goal when they start with K-beauty. But I feel like a lot of people right now are trying to do more research before delving into it. So mas brightening yung goal ng tao right now more than whitening. Supposedly, Korean and other skincare products really mean brightening. Kapag sinabi nilang whitening or lightening, hindi ka talaga puputi per se. These products are supposed to erase blemishes and make your skin tone and texture even and radiant. Yes. Para magmukhang bright ang balat mo. Therefore, brightening. It's good to know that we've become more aware of these things. Oo nga. For such a long time, no, ang nakikita lang natin Korean idols at Pinoy artistas ay yung porcelain white. Mm-hmm. Dark-skinned or kahit tanned celebrities would be teased or serve as comic relief. And just think of the whitening ads na napapanood natin nung lumalaki tayo, de ba? Talagang nililiteral nila yung idea noon ng pagpapaputi. Dark versus white. Yeah, but the good news is it's not entirely hopeless. What do you think, Liz? The world is very, very different now. Whitening is not such an aspiration, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement. I know a lot of people are all about loving your own skin and being empowered by being yourself and improving yourself, not necessarily to whiten yourself. The way that brands market here in the Philippines are changing. Yes, the world is beginning to lean into change. Ang kagandahan ay hindi nahihiwalay sa lipunan. It reflects society. It reflects what we think of ourselves and how we treat one another. For better or worse, Korean beauty standards are still a big deal. In K-pop groups, may role ang bawat member at isa sa mga role na to ang visual. Mm-hmm. Literally, trabaho ng visual na maging pinakagwapo o pinakamaganda sa grupo. And when you consider that everyone in K-pop is attractive in the first place, wow, hindi siya madaling trabaho. Yes, and what a job it is. Pero, iba't-iba ang itsura ng visual ng iba't-ibang mga grupo. So, it's clear that beauty is subjective. Ang ibang ang grupo, walang official visual eh. Mm-hmm. And some groups have a visual na hindi pasok sa Korean beauty standards. Marami na ding Korean idols ngayon who are rocking their naturally tanned or blemished skin. Fans love them for it. Tama. And these days, we are so lucky to have dramas like True Beauty which critique these harsh beauty standards. Sabi nga ni Hwasa of the K-pop group Mamamoo, If I don't fit into this generation's standard of beauty, then I will have to become a different standard. You know, Hair flip. ang isa pang maganda sa K-beauty ay ang mga beauty movements na sumunod dito. Nabalitaan niyo na ba yung F-beauty? 
If you're hearing about it for the first time, allow us to introduce you to Filipino Beauty. Marami nang lumalabas na Filipino beauty brands nitong mga nakaraang taon. At napapansin tayo ng ibang bansa for good quality products na bagay sa maraming skin tones. May pang maputi, may pang morena. Perfect for Filipino skin and pockets. Maraming local beauty products na mas mura kaysa foreign products. At syempre, mas gusto natin ang mga beauty product na bagay sa klima ng Pilipinas. Long-wearing, heat-resistant, that's the beauty of F-Beauty. Now, what does K-Beauty have to do with it? Liz says na may ilang Filipino beauty brands na nagmamanufacture ng mga produkto nila sa Korea. So, hindi pa rin nawawala ang Korean innovation and technology. F-Beauty is a movement where everything comes together. Nandiyan ang formulation and simplicity ng K-Beauty, and at the same time, may mga hiram din tayong elements from Western beauty movements. Nandiyan ang Kilayas Life, <laughs> Bolder Colors. We've taken all these things together and made them into something uniquely our own. Pero ang pinakamaganda sa F-Beauty, we get to embrace our Filipino features and be proud of our skin. Yes, but that doesn't mean bawal na ang mag-K-Beauty, ah. There's nothing wrong with doing and using what's best for your skin. Since galing ito sa mga kapwa Asians, there's a lot for Filipinos to love in K-Beauty. Anyone can try it. Anong masasabi mo, Liz? I think you should go for it. K-Beauty products are amazing. There's a lot of benefits. It's very great value for money. And they always have something new, something exciting. Ikaw, JL. What's your message for the guys and the girls? Gone are the days where only girls take care of their skin. There is room for everyone, no matter what your skin type or skin concern is. Once again, I'm Nina Tralba, and I never leave home without my BB cream with SPF 25 PA++. Remember, you don't need to go crazy with your sun protection. Experts say that SPF 50 is good enough to block up to 98% of harmful UVB rays. Just make sure you're also blocking the UVA rays with PA+. And I'm Marcus Ilyan. And for the guys out there, simply washing your face with gentle soap every night before sleeping is a great way to start your own personal skincare routine. Thanks for joining us while we nerd out about Korean culture in the Philippines on Philippine Nerd Season 1, How, How You Need, need to, to Know, know about, about K-Life. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can also follow at LiveSmart on Twitter and Instagram and like Smart Communications Inc. on Facebook. This podcast was brought to you by Smart. Live your passion with purpose with Smart Prepaid. And powered by Puma Podcast. This episode was produced and edited by me, Nina Taralba. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.